G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Australian Property Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Christie David. I run a mortgage broken business called Atelier Wealth, where we help uh, property investors start out and scale up their property portfolios. Yes, we help property investors, but we also help a number of first home buyers get into the market. And uh, with a lot of the government changes that have come out this year, a lot of the schemes that have been launched, I find that first home buyers are back in their droves. And I think that's super, super exciting for people to get into the market, whether it's a stepping stone property, whether it's a, it's a home they can see themselves living in with their family. I think the great Australian dream should be alive and well. And I'm very, very fortunate that we get to work with a lot of Australian families on that front as well. So that leads me to introducing our, uh, our guests for today. And uh, just before we do kick off, I want to uh, make a note that this discussion is general in nature and not intended to give advice. So if you do need advice, please seek out a professional to do so. Chris Ferris from Coposit, mate, welcome onto the show. Thank you, Aaron. It's great to be here. Mate, I think it's fantastic. I've, I've seen what you guys are doing. We had a chance to have a chat uh, in the uh, earlier. And I said, this is exciting. And almost to the point that I'm like, how come we don't know about it? How come a lot of our first time, you know, even I want to say first time buyers and investors, how about a lot of our clients don't actually know about Coposit? So I want to come to what you guys do and how you do that in a minute, but rewind a little bit because I, I found out that you got your hands full I do. Uh, from a family perspective. So I'm very curious and, and keen to hear Chris Ferris, uh, the personal professional story as well in, in a nutshell. Yeah, look, personally, I think, as we were talking about, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm in very, very busy personally, you know, yeah. four kids, beautiful yeah. wife, that keeps me definitely busy on the, <laughs> on the personal front. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, my mum my and my dad, my dad's an immigrant from overseas, yep. you know, worked extremely hard as, as a plumber. Yeah. You know, we were, myself and my brother really were always on site, working with him, you know, getting our hands dirty. Beautiful. I had my first real investing experience with my grandfather, actually, uh, at the age of 14, you know, nice. we uh, started investing, or he got me into starting to invest in, in shares, really getting that investment mindset. Wow. It's really interesting, actually, the, the, the very first share that I got into uh, actually made a 100% gain. Yeah. And the next share that we got into actually made a 100% loss. So <laughs> yeah. That was a really interesting time. So it was, yeah. I had a really good lesson at the age of 14 and 15. But I suppose personally for me growing up, you know, there's always, uh, you know, we had a great childhood. But it was always fairly difficult for our dad and my mum to get ahead. Mm. And I suppose they gave us a great platform to, to be able to change, uh, you know, make great change in the industry. It's so gotta be, I mean, it's got to be hard for parents, I mean, immigrant families ourselves, and it's going to be hard to pick up. Can you imagine picking up your kids yeah. now, moving to another country, and probably you don't speak the language or it's not, you're not fluent in it, Correct. and starting again, like that blows my mind sometimes. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, so comfort- I'm so comfortable, man. I think that's maybe the, the decision that you hit the we're here, and so where we're going to go to from here, possibly because this shows the land of milk and honey. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. It's not America, mate. It's Australia. Yes. Lifestyle, social security, transport, weather, whatever you name it, good government, for example, yep. regardless of where, which side of politics you sit on, it's a well-run country. I'd have to agree yeah. with that. Absolutely. And I, and I think that is the difficult. I couldn't imagine uh, picking yeah. up and not speaking the language, which was my dad, not yeah. speaking the language, meeting my mom, you know, having kids. And, you know, really gave us a great foundation yeah. to be able to do what we are doing now. Yeah. So, you know, started off from a professional side of things, started out being an accountant. So, yeah. you know, did my chartered accountant, did all the study, yeah. worked for Deloitte uh, initially. And, you know, myself, my brother then got into property development, always had a passion and a, prop- a love for property. Fantastic. You know, lucky enough to get into the property market at the age of 20. Well done. Fortunately, the, the prices were a little bit 
different than <laughs> they were today. They are today. Yeah. But still same challenges. And you totally. know, one of those challenges was the deposit. Yeah. And that remains a challenge today. It's so, actually been a challenge since the 50s. You know, my mate, grandfather bought a property borrowing the money and it was in pounds back then. And he yeah. borrowed, he had a personal loan to borrow the funds for the deposit. So this deposit issue has always been an issue and remains to be the issue Correct. for people getting into the market. Correct. That is exactly, uh, when I look at back in time, headlines from the 50s, 60s, you look at 80s, now I'm like, we've evolved as a culture so much, so much technology, but there's still some basics in our culture that we still haven't managed to address. And one of them is you want to buy a property, you need the deposit, and that yes. is the number one barrier for people getting. In fact, I'd say that we've got clients that have very, very good incomes. Yes. I'm talking six-figure incomes plus. They're renting, for example, cost of living, and it's very hard to get ahead of the curve to save for a deposit. And by the time they're saving, property prices are now outpacing their savings so what they can afford to get yes. is now you know, kind of they're, they're, they're clutching at straws and trying to chase a little bit as well. So if we use that as kind of a, an intro, take us through how did that become, I guess, this is the pain point that you're trying to solve. How have you then come into the market with Coposit? Yeah, look, absolutely. As you just mentioned, the actual pain point is the deposit barrier. Yeah. You know, so often in the media we hear affordability is the issue, which it yeah. is an issue, absolutely. Yep. But the number one issue, before you can actually even I'll consider. Jump in there. Affordability is an issue, but then it's by what you can afford is, is yes. the antidote to that, right? Yes. But if you don't have the money to get into the market, you just don't, you can't get in. Well, that, that's before you can even consider affordability. Yeah. You need to figure out the deposit factor. Yeah. And now, you know, particularly in New South Wales, the stamp duty aspect, the, the second barrier, the stamp duty aspect yeah. has been addressed to a degree. Um, you know, that deposit barrier has always been there. Yeah. And so, you know, back when we were developing uh, in 2017, 18, we were looking at a particular client. They, there was a property that we owned and they were looking to rent that property. Yeah. And they had a good income, household income, uh, between the couple of 150000 so really solid income. Yeah. And, you know, it was an apartment at the time of $450 per week. And we yeah. said, look, happy to accept your rent application, but let's take it a step further. What's the barrier for you to enter the property market? And they just said the deposit. You know, they'd mm. been in the country for four years. They just couldn't get to that saving level yeah. for the deposit. You know, they get to 40,000. The market moves. The goalposts change. You know, the whole situation resets again. Yeah. Then we said, okay, look, we'll accept the rent application, but how about in our next project? We'll get you in. You can pay, I think it was about 3000 per month for 24 months. They got to the end. They had accumulated their 10% deposit. Nice. They were able to settle and they got in and they came back to us and said, look, that was the easiest thing we'd ever done. Wow. And this was before, you know, composite, the name didn't <laughs> exist at, at that time. But, you know, we really sat back and said, well, hold on a second. There's got to be a bigger application for this mm. across the board. And when, you know, when we started doing a lot of research into it, there's a massive application for this. And yeah. this is the primary barrier that we're, we're trying to solve. You know, at the moment it takes the average Australian to, to save that deposit anywhere from six to 10 years. Correct. Correct. So we can either sit there and say, look, that's what it takes, six to 10 years, or we can try and disrupt it and change how it's being done currently. Well done. And that's exactly what we're doing. A lot of first-time buyers are suffering in silence and they're, sometimes they're watching colleagues, friends, peers get into the market. And I mean, I'm privy to some of these conversations. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I'm on a good income, better than some of my friends, but they're able to get into the market. And I get to see it all, right? I'm a fortunate position. I'm like, well, sometimes they've been given cash from family. Yes. That's one option. Sometimes it's an inheritance from a grandparent or, or a family member. Okay, out of your control. Sometimes it's a family guarantee. Yes. And again, that is family and money. So it's, yeah, it's property, for example, 
that works for some families, it doesn't work for others because some parents go, look, I don't want to risk my home and that's how they think it works or straight up just, the children don't want to lean on their parents yep. for that either. So if you don't have these options or you can't, I don't know, some banks don't allow you to get personal loans for a deposit as yes. much. So if you don't have those avenues open to you and you're, you're renting, now you're caught in the rental trap, it's suffering sucks. That's, yeah. It's got to hurt and it hurts confidence as well because they just stop saving they stop looking at properties and now the belief is building up that I can't actually get into the exactly. market. And know? they get to that point where they, they sometimes give up. Mm. And I think anyone that has, not even that's purchased, anyone that has the aspirations to purchase should be celebrated. I mean, that's a big thing just to have the aspiration. Yeah. And I think everyone knowing, everyone out there knowing that it does take six to 10 years currently, that's hopefully that can provide some comfort to people. Yeah. You know, the average age of a first home buyer is 38. Correct. So, that's and a lot of people don't on. know that. So I think knowing this and knowing that the, you know, you don't need to be 20 to, and buying the first property. If you're in that fortune position, great. It's great for a future retirement. Yeah. But I think having that aspiration is the first step. And the second step is obviously getting to that deposit, getting yeah. to that target, which is what they we hear help your do. Story. <laughs> Jump in and they, they go, they hear you and you said that you bought a property and you're like 20. Yep. There we go. I think it was, I was mid-20s thereabouts and kind of out of uni. My dad was like, get into the property, get into the market, for example. And sometimes when it comes from parents, you don't listen. Yes. <laughs> That's the other part when it's like your parents are telling you to do something, you do the exact opposite. Um, but, yeah, they'll go back and say, Look, well, property prices were 450 then or 350000 for example, or interest rates were there and the debt-to-income ratio was different. It's like every generation, to go back to this, every generation has had it, their own unique challenges. Our grandparents were certainly not on the incomes that, median incomes that we are on no, today no. yeah sure and the the property prices have changed but i think i'd go back to property prices a reflection of the country that we live in and where we live and yeah, if you want to live regionally then you will forego some mod cons that you have when you live in the in the metro areas yes. as well right even some employment opportunities as well yeah correct uh, social uh, your community your friend network for example that all changes as a price we uh, had but Going back to co-posits, so yes. you're solving this issue, which is um, the saving for a deposit. The question then is, how, how? does this work? Yeah, perfect mechanics. So I suppose really simple, co-posit is, is a revolutionary payment platform. And what we do is instead of needing that full 10% deposit upfront for yep. new properties, we break that down. So instead of even, you know, if you're buying a million dollar property, to give you a live example, you traditionally need $100,000. Yeah. You put that in a trust account um, with the developer or, or the solicitor. And you secure that property and it doesn't settle for another sometimes 18 months, sometimes two yeah, years. House, I think, took three years. <laughs> there, there you go. So three years. So for yeah. house and land, off the plan, apartments, townhouses, instead of needing that full 10%, you only need a $10,000 deposit. And you pay the balance of that deposit, the 10%, in weekly installments up until the settlement point. Okay. So utilizing that time during construction, which has never been, I suppose, allowed to be used in the past mm. to break down the deposit barrier. So really importantly as well, it's not a micro deposit scheme. It's still getting you to a great equity position come settlement. Yeah. But it's making sure that you can utilize the time during construction to actually secure a property in a very different way. And I suppose looking at the market, a lot of first-time buyers are looking towards off the plan and, and house right. and land packages. They're not looking at existing stock because particularly in you know Sydney and yeah. metro areas, you know, you're talking 1.5 to plus properties, which is not really the first-time buyer market. Yeah, that's right. So really, we've seen a great success and a lot of people coming onto the platform uh, from first-time buyers to investors to downsizers mm. to divorcees who, you know, 45 yeah. years old, starting again, having yep. to having to start that savings plan again, 
looking at Composite as their way back into the property market. Yeah. You know, locking in the property in today's prices and paying the balance of the deposit in tomorrow's prices. How good's that? Yeah. 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 And it's funny that because I hear that and I think, oh, um, we had this chat and I'm like, so are you a fintech? And you're like, no, yeah. we're a prop tech. I'm like, yeah. that's interesting because we had this belief that we're not in the loan business, we're in the home business yes. as a mortgage broker. I'm like, there's no loan without a property. And same thing, you know, we're not a fintech, we're a property prop tech business because we're in the property business. Is that is that the part of the ethos that you That's part of the in? ethos for us. And we're not a financial product. And the main aspect to that is whether you there's two options now when you buy off the plan. You've got Coposit or yep. it's a traditional 10% deposit. Yeah. If you pick either option, particularly with Coposit, there are no costs to the consumer at all to use Coposit. Right. So the so the decision making process is do I put a hundred thousand or eighty thousand dollars down now? Or do I spread that over a series of weekly payments? So mm. that's why we're getting great traction because from the purchaser side of, side of the equation, it's a no-brainer because there's no additional cost for them to use it and they're able to cash flow themselves out. Yeah. Particularly important, you know, where interest rates are heading at the moment, you know, keeping that surplus cash that you may have, you know, on, on an offset account or earning interest or, yeah. you know, able for your cost of living expenses, which are going through the roof, totally. is really important right now. People are looking at their cash flows. Correct. Even from a first-time buyer perspective let's uh, play this out because a lot of them go what well, i put my deposit there but then we also need some money left over for like when we move in it's yes. like the rainy day fund or we've been told to kind of have three or six months cash in bank and they're trying to save for that but then all the cash has gone out but this is almost getting first-time buyers conditioned to yes. making repayments for example and then having that that management of funds to go well park your rainy day funds here you're paying off your deposit, for example, which is almost akin to making your mortgage payments. It's getting you into this habit Correct. as well, which has got to go a long way. It's getting them future ready for, for yeah. the mortgage process. You know, they're buying a property at some point, there's going to be a mortgage in place. Yeah. And you know, getting them ready for that, making payments, weekly payments, getting them ready for that future mortgage, getting them accustomed to that is actually really quite important. And on the on the flip side, come settlement. And you'll probably appreciate this. Yeah. A lot of the, the finance partners and banks are really loving the composite model because it's showing mm. the discipline of savings. Totally. And you know, banks are treating it now. They're looking at this as a genuine savings product, which is really that. special. So you know, it's good news all around, yeah. particularly for the purchase. They are the ultimate winners. And we tell our developer and, and real estate agent clients that you know, yes, it's a product for yourselves, but this is made around the customers and the purchasers yeah. to be able to help them get into the property market and break down those barriers in a really different way. Yeah, so I mean, I'm looking at going. It sounds like a no-brainer. So, what uh, take-up wise is the issue around because they need the ten percent deposit, and I said they developers yes. need ten percent deposit to show the bank they've got the pre-sales. Correct. How does that work from Coposit's perspective if the developers are partner on with yourselves? Yeah, and, and I suppose that's within the team. We always talk about this point that we're changing the game for finances and developers. And the purchases, you know, down the track when Coposit is the way you buy off the plan yeah. and the 10% days are, are dead, which we're confident we can break, they won't even know what we've managed to change for them. Yeah. And the financiers and the developers, the uptake, it's been great to date. And that's what we spent the last year building, you know, 25 projects live onto the platform now right. across Queensland, New South Wales and ACT in Victoria. Yeah. And I suppose that's the change that we're making for developers, there's the finances are accepting levels of composite towards their qualifying pre-sales. Okay. Which is really important That's for the a developers. Game, that is a real game changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if from the developer side of things, they really do need portions to count towards their qualifying pre-sales. Some developers don't, some developers do. Yeah. And we take that battle for them. 
And, yeah. you know, we're speaking with the top fours. We're speaking with the non-bank lenders. We are speaking with them to get them across the co-posit product. And we've had some fantastic feedback. They, well there has not been a financial to, to date that has said, you know, we're not looking at this because they know that this is the way forward. Yeah, and okay. there's actually a trend in the market where, you know, we're heading towards lower deposit models, which is quite dangerous for the for the financiers. So they're looking at mm. this as, a, as an option to maintain the 10% deposit risk component yeah, uh, and making sure that clients still getting to that high deposit point come settlement. Fantastic. Very good. And I guess the when you talk about the platform, for example, if you will we'll include details to the website, so you want to check them out, then you've got your app, for example. Yes. So there are projects and developments that you then are showcasing online yes. to that which are on your website. So yeah. if I'm a first home buyer looking to buy in a certain part of New South Wales, there are select properties that are now co-posit yes. linked. So so in terms of the platform as well, you can download yeah. it in the Apple or, or Google Play Store. Yeah. It's similar to a marketplace. You can search properties, um, find the projects, find the locations, whether it's house and land, townhouse or apartments. And I suppose what we're really encouraging is we're building this marketplace as we speak. There's developers coming on every day. We're yeah. projecting by the end of April, there's going to be about 55 projects live wow. on the platform across the eastern seaboard. And really, if there's a purchaser out there that is looking to buy a property and wants to use the composite model, but the developer or the financier hasn't yet got us involved or has heard of us, tell them you want to buy with composite. That's nice. the way we want to buy. Yeah. And they will come to us and, and we'll make sure that we get them onto the platform. We're not exclusive to any particular developer. We're making sure that we can have an open marketplace. So there's great selection of stock for, for clients to be able to purchase and pick the desired stock that they want. Yeah, okay. All right, lovely. So success-wise, take me through so maybe some case studies or some examples yeah. of feedback that you've had from clients. And how's this, how does this work? Practically. Yeah. Look, it's really, it's extremely interesting. We had a, a, a client, uh, her name was Tanya. She was a school teacher. She bought up in New South Wales in Seven Hills. You know, that was a $620,000 property. Yeah. And she was paying about $450 per week to get to her 10% deposit. And she just loved this because it was able to get into that 10% deposit target. And she actually told us that she wouldn't be able to purchase if it wasn't for care deposit. Wow. Yeah. And in that particular project, there was a, a market of 23% that had told us they would not have been able to purchase if it wasn't for Coposit. So that is a whole new market that we've created into these projects. And, you know, that project is now all settled. Everyone has settled, moved into their properties. Unreal. You know, so Tanya was really excited. We actually just spoke with her the other day. Yeah, There was a downsizer that, you know, was looking to sell their property. Um, they didn't want to sell it right now. So they saw Coposit as the model to cash flow themselves out and be able to sell the property at a better time in the market, nice so it gave them flexibility. Yeah, the investor story was really interesting. There's there was a, a guy that finished uh, his PhD, so he spent ten years studying. Yeah, and he went straight to a pretty high income, about one hundred eighty thousand, but yeah. had no deposit. Okay, at all. So he looked at this and said, "Look, this is my way in," without having to to try and save for that deposit earlier, and he got in in that particular way. Mm. But I think as well that the first home buyer story, we, we're seeing currently about sixty five percent first home buyers across the platform yeah right. and then the investors make up you know a majority of the, the balance uh, it's a pretty good mix it, it is a very it's a strong mix and you know you naturally think the deposit you know it's, a, it's definitely a first-time buyer product and, yeah. and when we created it we absolutely thought great for first-time buyers people are going to be able to get into the market but we're slowly seeing more investors looking at the platform mm. savvy investors saying you know what why should I be paying a, a full 10% deposit when actually no one gets the benefit of that 10% deposit city in trust in any case? Correct. It's, not, it's not like the developer gets that. Most developers don't get that. Um, so it's really important that we're able to use that construction time 
mm. for people to actually save for their deposit. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Excellent. And so where to next? What's, what's where in the pipeline next? for you guys? So we're really building the platform out. Yep creating great product uh, in terms of the app, making sure that people are understanding the journey. I think there's a lot of an education part as well. We want to make mm. sure that, yeah. With anything new, I guess there is that. That education phase. That education going, well, what's the catch, for example? And yes. not that cynicism kind of reads its ugly head, but you kind of go, well, this is new, then you've got to spend a fair amount of time educating. Yes. Yeah, and look, the, the main question we do get is, what's the catch? And yeah. the difficult answer that we have to give is there is no catch. If you can make it through the platform, just through the payment process, there is no catch. There's no costs. There's no charges to use Coposit for the yeah. clients. So you know we charge a developer when a sale is made. So yeah, that, I mean that's you, you're running a business. So yes. effectively, it's got to be where's the revenue coming from? Yes. That's, that's from the developer side. But central to us is that the customers are getting the benefit, and if we're then charging the customers to use a Coposit platform, are they actually getting a benefit? That was the question that we asked. So mm. you know, for us, it's important that. You know, we're getting people on this savings plan. If we're then to charge them, you know, fees to, to use it, that's counterintuitive to what Correct. we're actually trying to achieve for these people to get into the property market yeah. and fast track their, their property buying process. Well done. Yeah. So future ahead for us, you know, we've there's quite a few overseas locations that have reached out to us. We're not there yet by yeah. any means. We want to really tackle the Australian market. Um, you know, there's about 80,000 properties approved every year across the country that you know, we think can be available with Coposit. And you know, really we want to be the ones to, to be breaking the 10% deposit. There's no need for that 10% deposit anymore. There is a better way and that way is Coposit. Yeah, it's funny because we've got team, some team members of ours in the Philippines and this is a similar model I feel is what they have in countries like the Philippines where they're paying installments for their new property yes. beforehand. So again, they don't really need the chunk, the chunk of deposit, it's the, and they call it repayments. Yes. Like, what repayments on? There's no property, but it's effectively like this type of model. So. Yeah, correct. Yeah. There's a few locations where it's similar to that, but there's also, as you mentioned, there's locations where they actually pay 100% of the property price up until completion and that's released. Yeah, okay. Um, very different to how it works here yeah. in Australia. Uh, but like places like the UK, New Zealand, very similar yep. to how we operate. And I suppose... This story of the deposit is not unique to Australia. Oh, I mean, it's, take Canada. Yeah, it's exactly, it's very a global small issue. markets, right? Canada, New Zealand, Australia, UK, parts of UK where property prices exploded. And it's like they have generational issues around home ownership. Yes. And this is exactly the central conversation about how people are going to get their foot into the market when they can't afford the deposit. Yeah, exactly. We've got one, our head of sales is from the UK. And, you know, he jokes that the only way you can buy a property is if, when your parents die. <laughs> and, you know, as sad as that is, yeah. We don't want Australia to head that way. Yeah. So this is we want to buck those home ownership rates. And, and what happens if your parents rented? <laughs> and there are there are a number of parents that didn't didn't buy. Yes. Or life changes happened and they can't they lost the home or separation. And so the kids don't actually have anything to inherit. Yes. And so well that's not a goal. Sort of look, it's not a goal. And and look, buying property isn't for everybody. Yeah. It may not, you know, people don't want to be tied to a particular location or different ambitions but it, it is important you realize as you get down the track you know in your 40s and 50s and 60s having that property that base for retirement retirement yeah. is, is super important yeah. and the sooner that people have as i said the aspiration i think mm. that's the first step having the aspiration and then figuring out how mm. and then looking you know saving for that deposit learning and then actually cracking the market it's a big process it's a daunting process yeah a lot of people get daunted by it Excellent. Um, so well, I feel I'm really happy that you've come on and I feel like any small way that we can help raise not only the profile but raise the awareness for buyers to go, there are options available to you. 
there are options around getting into your foot into the market. You've just got to figure out what's your sweet spot. And I feel like this is one really, really good option for people that want to go down this pathway. Yep, and it's four new properties. I get it, but it's a, a chance to get into the market. Yes. And uh, I think you're, you're doing a wonderful job, mate. So Thank congratulations you. on your success so far. And onwards and upwards, man. I wish you, wishing your team all the all the very best. Much appreciated. Yeah, no, no dramas. If you want to find out about Coposit, we'll include details to Chris's team and their website as well so you can check them out and figure out if this is um, an avenue that's going to help or be beneficial for you with your home buying aspirations as well. And once again, thank you very much for being on here. Thank you for having me. Excellent. That's a wrap for another episode of the Australian Property Investment Podcast. If you found that helpful, excellent. Leave us a review or better yet, drop us a line with some questions that you want answered as well. Until next time, take care.